my mom, she is a wonderful, wonderful lady. My mom was a homeschooling mom in the 1990s when it wasn't really a big thing yet. And she had to overcome a lot of hardships. She had to overcome a lot of uh, teachers that didn't agree with her. And even though we have a taste of that today, I think it was a much bigger deal in the 90s. And the thing about my mom is that she is, she does have a certain amount of insecurity and she's like me, she's a people pleaser. So to be her type of personality in the 90s when people frowned on what she was doing, I am so, so proud of her for persevering and homeschooling me all the way through to grade 12. Um, I just can't believe it. That part of her had to be so strong and go against her natural tendencies. Um, and anyway, she was a new believer when uh, I was born. And so I grew up in a home where my mom was enthusiastic about Christ. She loved the Lord and she totally passed that on to us. We were so close. I remember, I phone her now almost every day as an adult, but when I was a kid, I remember every night sitting on her bed and talking about our day, talking about good things, uh, heavy things. When I was younger, we used to memorize scripture at the foot of her bed or, uh, or beside her pillow. And as I was older, of course, we'd talk about our drama with our friends and everything like that. We were always just so close and so open and so deep. My mom is still my encourager. My mom is still the one who just backs in me, backs me up. As a kid, I just knew that if I had a problem, I could go to my mom. Or if I needed someone to stand up for me, I would go to my mom. My mom was there in a heartbeat, no matter what. She believes in me still. And you know, I want to be that for my kids. I want my kids to know that if they need someone in their corner, that they can come to me. And I want them to be open and honest with me about everything. Welcome back to the Dwelling Logs podcast. I am Bonnie. I'm a Jesus lover, farmer's wife, and second generation homeschooling mom. I was homeschooled all the way through to high school, like I said in the intro. Um, I have three kids and I started Dwelling Logs to share things from my life and my heart that will encourage and help other moms facilitate the foundational building blocks of our homes and our kids and our parenting. And I am so thankful, so thankful to be a homeschooling mom. Uh, what's really exciting is just now we are going through uh, a change globally that has brought the homeschooling community, broadened it, just like huge amounts of homeschoolers now, which is really, really neat. And it's been a really cool uh, week to just see so many new people uh, reaching out, so many positive messages from um, homeschoolers who want to encourage uh, other moms who are brand new to this, who are maybe a little apprehensive or a little scared. I have been so proud of my fellow homeschool mamas just for reaching out and for helping and not sitting back and saying, ha ha, you know, look at you now. Anyways, so today we are finishing up. I want to wrap up this series of the tool belts for homeschooling. If you haven't listened to the other tools in our homeschooling tool belt episodes, there's three more before this one. So just go to the previous episode. Um, or previous three episodes, but today, you guys, final tool, I want to talk about you. The tool of you, mom. The tool of you. So um, I want to just start off with saying, mom, you are precious. You are so precious, and you are so special in your child's life because you you love your child. No one loves your child like you. No one knows your child like you. You are so special 
in the role of not only mother, but teacher. And I think it's really, really cool that as homeschooling moms, we do get the privilege and the honor and the excitement of teaching our kids because there's no one more suited for the task. Um, when I kind of reflect on what homeschooling looks like and, and what, what home, home life looks like, stay-at-home moms, I, I picture two types of moms. So the first type of mom I picture is the, are, the, are the moms that you imagine when you look at Pinterest or Instagram and you see these beautiful color-coordinated homes and very put-together books on the shelf behind this work table and really cool manipulatives for your kids to use and just that picture-perfect day or picture-perfect mom when we picture homeschooling and, and with our kids and everybody's happy to learn and whatever. So that, that exists, okay? And, and yes, I think we have to be careful not to get caught up in that because that can help us, that, that can make us reach for a perfection that doesn't actually exist somewhere. But it, it can. I, I, I think that there are days I have had days that are just wonderful. They don't come along very often, but they do ex exist. It's not just a big lie. It's just we have to be careful not to take that and perceive that as the norm. Uh, I also, when I think about a real life and reality, I picture those days where you wake up in the morning, your kids turn on the TV, you get on your phone, the day sort of wastes away. And those days are real too. And those, those lifestyles are real too. And what I think I can honestly say into this microphone and on this video right now is that I'm a combination of both. I have both days. I have those perfect, perfect days that just are like, wow, wow days. And I have those awful days. I was just telling a friend the other day, I said something about, oh, I'm so lazy. And my friend said, well, what do you call lazy? And I was like, well, let me tell you. And I thought about like the worst case scenario day I possibly could think of, of just my kids are watching way too much TV all day. The house is a mess. I don't have supper on the table and we're eating peanut butter and jelly and I'm just on my phone. I got a headache from so much screen time. That sounds awful. <laughs> and that is not our typical day, but that is a real day. I've had that day before. And so I feel like most days are a mesh of those two worlds coming together. And I think that that is a really relatable picture to most moms out there. And I, you know, I have good days and I have bad days. And those unproductive days, sometimes they can be necessary. Sometimes for myself, I need to zone out. I need to stop stressing. I need to stop looking at social media. Stop setting my standards so high and beating myself up about not having that picture-perfect life. Sometimes those step-back days of like, let's have the day off school or let's just chill out for a while. Those can be necessary. But you can also get caught in that too. If it becomes a habit, if that becomes your lifestyle, then it can turn into a negative thing in your home. And as a mom, we need to find that balance of, of wanting to do better, but not beating ourselves up and shaming ourselves for it. So you're going to know you. If you're listening to this right now, you have to analyze your own life. You're going to know if you really are honest with yourself, if you're the mom who just needs a down day, who just needs a zone out day. And you're going to know if you're that mom who you've had three zone out days this week and it's time to shape up a little bit. Um, but the thing is, is that as a homeschool mom, what's really, really special 
is that we have a choice. We, we talked about atmosphere before as one of our tools. There's things that we can proactively do in our day that can help or hinder it. And it's your day. It's your choice. This is my day today. It's my choice on how I'm going to see it through. Um, even no matter what it, what it throws gets thrown at you, uh, you still have your own attitude that you're going to bring to it. You still have a plan that you either made or didn't make. And making a plan can be great and not making a plan can be great. There are so many different options. And every day, us as moms, we need to evaluate what's working and what's not, what our goals are. Uh, and, and our goals, not so much as we need to make goals as far as our checklists and what we want to get done and our, our dreams of sort of our to-dos. But we also need to make step-back goals. I, I, I need to make a goal to, to have some me time or have some downtime or just relax a little bit. Um, I love the idea of taking every opportunity in your day to life school where, yes, you might do some workbooks, but then the rest of your day is homeschooling be- still because you're, you're living life and you're learning through it. Fantastic. But sometimes you do need to just step back and be like, let's just go for a walk. Let's not look at every single leaf and look it up and see which kind it is. And let's not bring bugs home and paint them. <laughs> you know, that is great. You should do it. But sometimes if you're the type of mom who's just on yourself to keep doing and doing and doing and doing, sometimes you need to decide that you have a goal to just just go for a walk today. Breathe the fresh air. That's your box to check. That's it. But no matter what, when you get into that rut of a day that you don't want, so maybe you've been too rigid and you need to relax, or maybe you've been on the other side and you've been too relaxed and you really need to form some kind of a structure, no matter what yesterday was, we need to know and remember that today is new. And if you're listening to this in the evening, remember that tomorrow is new. And God's mercy is new every morning. And so I think that when we get discouraged, when we think, oh, I got all these habits that I want, or I have all these habits that I need to break, we need to just remember tomorrow is a new day every single day. That never changes. Tomorrow's always new. There's always a silver lining. And, and that's just something I think that I need to tell myself all the time, constantly, constantly, constantly. Um, in our home, something else that I try to do as a mom, as being that tool in the home that gets to tweak our atmosphere and I get to go and research and look at curriculum and I get to, you know, do the things and use these tools that we've been talking about. But for me, myself, I need to remember that I am the lead learner. I love it when people talk about moms being the lead learner because we don't, need to be a teacher. We don't need to stand at a big blackboard in our basement and point at words and write things out. We can. That's that can be a tool. That's fine. Um, But what's really cool as a homeschool mom is that we get to be the lead learner. So when we read something or find something out, we can say, hey, I want to know more about it. And we can look it up when our kids don't want to read their lesson. We can say, hey, I'm going to learn it with you. Let's both take notes today. Um, when our kids are painting or doing an art project, we can too. I mean, it, some, of, some of you moms listening, you're, stay, you're stay-at-home moms, but you also work from home. And so a lot of times what's cool is when you can get your kids together doing an art project, maybe you have your work at the table and you can work alongside them at the same time. 
And we can feel that gap of separation that tends to happen um, between parents and children. If we could do family learning or family togetherness, that's going to just be one way that we can increase our own selves as that tool for our kids, if that makes sense. I hope I'm not rambling on about this too much in that way, but I just think that we need to, we need to know that us and our kids are united you, and our kids need to know that we're united. If you're excited about learning uh, something in your, in your kid's science book, if you're excited about learning about the cell, your kids are more likely to be excited about learning about the cell. If you stand there and say, okay, do page 86 to 88, and I'm going to be having coffee over there, or I need to go into a different room and onto the laptop, your kids are on their own. And you have just not used yourself as your tool. You are a tool. Your presence is a tool. Um, your, your excitement and what you give off to your kids is contagious. And, and that's a tool that we get to utilize. And if we're always going into a different room, we're not utilizing that tool anymore. We're taking us out of the equation. And so I, I just think that we need to value ourselves, moms, as a homeschooling tool. Tools aren't always something that you can plan and that you can buy from a store or buy online. It's us, and we are probably the most important tool in our homeschooling tool belt. So this is actually not going to be a super long podcast today because I feel like my message is what I have said already. Uh, I do feel like before I go, I just want to say too that I think it's really important that we as moms welcome Jesus into our home, that we don't leave Jesus in the Sunday school room or at church on Sunday, but that we welcome Jesus into our home because he is going to make us the best tool that we can be. And he is going to inspire us to be what our children need during their school day. And I feel like the combination, I know that the combination between us and Jesus and our kids is going to make for the best homeschool day even way better than anything that you and your kids could do on your own. So with that, you guys, I am going to end this podcast series of the tools in our tool belt as homeschoolers. And I will have to think of something to talk about next time. This has been so much fun talking about the tools in our house or tools in our homeschool. Uh, We've done, what did we do? We did curriculum, we did atmosphere, we did community, and now we did us as moms. And I should probably add that this can be dads too. I think so much of of motherhood because most of what I picture are moms (laughs) staying at home. Uh, But you could be a dad listening to this too, which is so cool. And I think all of this applies to you as well. Um, But definitely, as parents, we have a role to play, and it's so significant, and we can't diminish it. We are so used by God in our kids' lives, in our kids' education, when we're willing and when we're conscious of it. So be conscious of your role and embrace it. And I hope you guys have a wonderful homeschooling week, and we will talk to you next time. Bye.